Yo, what's good? It's your boy, Southbreeze706, this committee podcast. Happy Black History Month to all my uh, kings and queens and Nubian princesses out there holding it down. Uh, rest of y'all, introduce yourselves. Y'all already know who it is. So go ahead, Adolphus. Yeah, well, actually, my name is not Adolphus, but uh, Love Killer Trey on uh, the L U V K I L L A T R E on all social media and my government name whenever I decide to use Facebook. <laughs> okay. Uh, Marcus underscore sniffles on uh, uh, Twitter and Instagram. And I'm L Ashley 87 on Twitter and Instagram. Mm-hmm. I, didn't, I didn't mean to put out a, a, this man's government name. I have to edit it out. Actually, I'm probably not going to because I don't have those capabilities or I'm just lazy. So, but uh, yeah, so I appreciate all y'all who listening. You know, if you got any comments, any feedback, if you want to jump on, just give us a holler, you know, on Twitter or leave a comment or something like that. So we do this for fun. It's like an outlet. It's like therapy. It's more like, you know, like a congregation, uh, more or less like fellowship, you know, just something to do, you know, kicking it. So but uh, one thing I want to talk about, it's kind of my pet peeve. It's kind of an unpopular opinion, being that I am, uh, I guess, one of the blacks, according to President Trump. Um, I kind of have an issue with the whole uh, the whole black barbershop thing. I, I feel that uh, is your black barbershop bar- in the, is your barbershop in the inner cities. I mean, it's not like in the heart of the inner cities, but it's like inner city-ish. Like I could throw a rock well, and be close to the inner city. The inner city is a disaster. Oh, well, yeah. Uh, <laughs> anybody who's here, you know, shout out to Newark, New Jersey. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> you go down Springfield Avenue, Springfield Avenue into Irvington. Yeah, <laughs> Trump hit it on the head and it's a disaster. Like, yo, why is there like 30 black people standing outside like for no reason with pit bulls? <laughs> Red lights and shit. Like a, like a BMX I, video, I guess. Yeah. But I mean, again, so first of all, I feel like black barbershops, they, they don't run their businesses well at all. Like, for example, why am I getting a haircut and all of a sudden you need to take a nap or, you know, eat lunch? What? Have a cigarette break. How many black barbershops have you been to? Yo. You might have found like the worst barbershop on the face I of the mean, planet. I might be, I might be, uh, I might be exaggerating slightly, but. Taking a nap. Taking <laughs> a Bruh, so. I can actually see the cigarette break. Though. I, can, I can see that happening. You got it. I don't know. I, I feel that some black barbers want to stick, stick with the kind of, you know, characterize themselves as being like, oh, this is the place to come, talk shit, whatever, kick it. But at the end of the day, I need to get a haircut. Like, if I say, hey, can I come in at 1 o'clock to get a haircut, I shouldn't come in at 1 o'clock and you'd be like, oh, yeah, uh, there's three people ahead of you. It was like, nah, dog, you said come at 1 o'clock. Like, I should be up next. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's bad business. Or, or you come in there and have to wait, you know, three hours to get a haircut. And then when your turn is to turn to get in the chair, it's like, oh yeah, he called in. It's like, no, nah, I just seen him walk in the building. Like he didn't call in. Like, don't don't play me. Like now, does this is this something that happens often or is this with like a specific uh barbershop that you go to now? 
I mean, the one I go to now is a little better. That That's not necessarily my beef with these guys. My beef with these guys is the whole – again, I feel they're a little extra with the whole barbershop talk. So I'm, I got to realize that the barbershop is not a place to have a intellectual conversation about anything. Except that, but it's, it's really frustrating to go in there and try to talk about stuff. And dudes just be saying just mad wild stuff that doesn't make any sense. Like, I think people like I could literally go on the internet and tell you, like, hey, the, the city of the, the state of New Jersey has, well, no, it doesn't. I lived here for 32 years. Blah, 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 blah. I was like, bro, I'm looking, I'm looking at the Census Bureau saying that this state has. X amount of people. Like these are facts. Like you can't dispute this. Oh no, 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 I'm like, all right. Maybe you just I'm don't like these people. I don't necessarily huh? know if it's a black barbershop thing. Maybe you just don't like the those specific people. Yeah, right. but it's here on the air too. Like, what's going on? Yo, well, why, why are you I was gonna say this is that's a that's a salon problem. That's nothing relative to just black barbers. I go to I've been going to the salon for years. And they always overbook. It's a business thing. So it's like I'll go in there, 9 o'clock appointment. I might get out at 3, 4 o'clock. So welcome to the club. Okay, but again, like, that's that's bad business. Like, okay, so, again, the whole Monday being off thing. What are y'all doing that's so back-breakingly hard to, that you feel you need a, a, a barber's holiday every Monday? Like, are y'all really out here getting money? Like, I'm not saying that well, they hey, work. You know, they work. They work five like, days a week, so they're off on Sundays and Mondays as opposed to Saturday and Sunday. They don't get two days off like everybody else. Why can't they alternate no. though? Like some no. people, no, they shouldn't. Oh, they're like, I, I would like to know why can't they alternate? Like <laughs> this set of barbers is I'm off not, this day. They have to coordinate. You know. You can oh, always even... go to Walmart's barbershop. Walmart's barbershop is no. open seven days a week. Hell no. You I can't, just, first, you can't have it both ways. <laughs> I didn't know they had a barbershop. Walmart has a barbershop. Walmart has a salon style, yeah. With Walmart, JC Penney's. Where you live? You oh, I'm in Florida. So you're in du Duval County? Yes, I am in Duval County. Now that's crazy. Damn, I'm not the next time I'm out there. I'm I, mean, I know at my Walmart here, we have like a black salon in the Walmart I go to. We don't have like black barbers, but they well, be maybe they're sleeping in What makes a, 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 a barbershop a black or a non black barbershop? Like, do they have well, I'm to talking about a black owned business? A black owned I'm business. Talking okay. about, I'm talking about bootleg DVDs. And uh, selling pomade and brushes and stuff like that. Just mad ignorance. How long does it take to get a to get a haircut? Like twenty minutes. Yeah. And, so if depends. there's two people ahead of you, you wait like what an hour? Uh, I'm gonna put it like this: When I used to live in Jacksonville, I used to go to a barbershop on Powers. You had to be there at six in the morning to get out before noon. It was that packed, like. And I'd be like, what the heck is going on? It seemed so like that must have like, been like a first come, first serve type barbershop. Not, not, not happy a, people that's like flooding in too. Like, it, it's like, nah, nah, you're not next. This person has an appointment. I'm like, bruh, what? When I call for an appointment, I can't get an appointment. Like, what the heck's going on? You got to find yeah, that. I understand that frustration. You got to find the sweet spot at like the good time to come in when there's not, when it's not busy. You can't go there like at lunchtime. You got to go in. Well, like, now I go to the mall and I just go ahead and spend my $30 and get a freaking regular haircut, even though my hair is not long. 
instead of going and paying twenty dollars and having to wait. You know. See, that's 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 it. Pay you get what you pay for. Then the problem with that is those people they move in and out so much because the rent is so high and. I mean, I'm pretty sure yourself, you don't let anybody touch your hair, right? I'm pretty sure you have a personal stylist, right? I do. And so if you go to the shop on whatever day, you're not going to let whoever else do your hair. You want that one specific person. And that's why I don't don't know the difference between how men do it and women do it, because I actually make an appointment with my stylist every single time. So there's never an instance where I'm going to go randomly and she's not there. Like, I don't, we don't do stuff like that. So. Yeah, the the relationship between like the person between like you and then the person that does your hair that's a pretty that's a good relationship to have. You need to keep that relationship intact and uh, and I, you need to be able to trust that person. I feel that's a bit overrated. Like it's not like they're doing heart surgery; they're giving you a tape of like. Well, like, I think that might be your problem. Though that the problem is you haven't found them. Like hey, you know. That yeah. might be your problem, though. You but, haven't found the right barber that you have I that mean, good relationship with. Because I've been with my stylist for seven years, and like our kids do play dates together. We talk about schools. We talk about vacations. So I mean, you, you say it's, you we say have a bond. You say they're just giving you a lineup, but like you wouldn't go to Supercuts to get a haircut, would you? That's different. You don't have a different. You don't. You don't trust. You don't trust them to do your hair, though. You don't trust them to do it. I'm not gonna lie. I had I had braids for. I had long, well, long-ish mid-range hair for a long time, so I'm not gonna lie. The whole barbershop thing, even though I've been getting my hair cut for a while, it's still like, I just, I, I, it'd be easier if I could just have long hair. Let's put it like that. So if I never had to get my hair cut again, I'd be like, all right, bet, cool, I don't care. Another thing you know, I was thinking is like, okay, am I not tipping well enough? Like, what is the, the tip you give? I feel that I tip pretty well, so I'm like, do I need to put an extra $5 on this cut and make sure that I get premium service and I can get these call-ins and these appointments? Like, Oh my god, you don't tip at the barber shop? Yeah, you don't tip at the hair salon? No, I paid $104 to get my hair done. (laughs) Now I'm confused. Nah, yeah, you tip. It's frowned upon if you don't tip. Yeah, you definitely gotta gotta throw in an extra five or like a couple dollars at the end of that. That must be a men thing. I don't know if that's a a salon thing. Yeah, I, don't, I think it might be different for like hair salons and stuff like that, beauty shops. But I know barbershops, you they you normally have to tip. No, you don't have to, but if you don't, they will remember that. Well, but I like, think it, I think it depends on how much you're paying too, because obviously they have booth rent. I understand that, but so if you're only paying twelve dollars for a haircut, you can you know give them five dollars. But when I pay one hundred and forty to get my hair done, you're not getting nothing else, not a dime extra. Fair enough. I guess that makes sense. But I mean, again, back to the Monday thing, okay? Like, I'm not saying I'm trying to dictate your life, like, do what you got to do, but at least you could come in for a couple of hours. Like, what, what do the barbers do when they're not cutting hair? They go to, like, haircutting practices. The same thing like, that you do when you're not at work on your days off. I, I don't know. I think that's a bit of a ridiculous question because I think they're there on Saturdays, and it's every Saturday because that's when people are off work. So they're there. Every Saturday. Do you work on Saturdays? I, I work when I got to work. It's put it like that. I get it in. So I'm actually going to be working this Saturday now that you mentioned that. So, yeah. I think the I think the barbershop up here, I, I, I'm trying to think. If, I think they might be open. Are they open every day? I think they might be closed on Sundays, but they're open on Monday. 
but they have like some that was they have like eight barbers though. They have a lot of barbers. I knew some that would be okay. You know what? I want to get I want to get my this cat was talking about we're not coming back to Wednesday. I'm like is, was there a holiday or like I don't <laughs> maybe they just don't like it. I just like I said, I sneak in But again, I I have to expound on this at another time because there's just a lot of random stuff. Like there's one time this one barbershop I had to quit on him because he was talking about starting a church. No, you and, know what, uh, you know what? No, I mean if you want to be real here, what I hate is when you have to have an argument over how I want my hair, like that gets on my nerves. Like I'd be like, bruh, I want my beard a certain way. I want the back a certain way. I like my back rounded, not squared. I want my tape up a certain way. Don't take me too far back. I'm already losing my hair anyway. And I just hate when they like, <laughs> oh, I'm going to throw it in the flow or I'm going to put some black ice on it or, you know, whatever. It's like, nigga, you're going to sit your ass down. That, that, that's, where that, that's where that relationship and trust come in, though. Like, when you have a barber that you go to consistently, you don't have those problems. They, like you sit down and they already know what you want. That's that's what I, I like to do. That I like when I go to a barbershop, I sit down, I go to the same guy. He's like, "Do you want the usual?" I'm like, "Yep." He, he and he knows exactly what to do. He ain't got to ask me no questions. And I, now, I did have one barber that was good. Like he would recommend certain things for this and that, and he like really yeah, like auto tune. What? Bruh. Who has all the time? Y'all's internet is mad bootleg. <laughs> it's not like y'all got auto tune when y'all talking. It was breaking up or whatever. Bruh, I Bruh. got four bars, man. Bruh. Again, after that, I don't know, man. After that dude was talking about he wanted to start a church, and I was like, y'all can't message you no more, dog. Oh, yeah, you know, my. My flock should at least support my income to to about eight thousand dollars a year. I was like, "What? I gotta go. I can't. Yeah. I can't. I can't rock with you no more." You talking nah. real rap? Nah, he that. he was on some Creflo dollar. I need a, my my flock to give me a jet so I can go spread the gospel. I was like, "Bro, you were you got this all all kinds of twists." And then I saw him at the I saw him at the mall one time. It was real awkward because I've been ducking him. Just kept texting my phone, so I was like, "What up? What's up, bro?" Yeah, yeah. So, black barbershops, in my opinion, are overrated. So, yeah, I think you just, I think you just go to like, I think you just found the worst barbershop like in the state of nah, New Jersey. It's not that it's the worst, but I mean, again, I'm a person of convenience. Like, my barbershop is probably five minutes from where I live at. So, I. It's not that big of a deal to me. So, in that sense, like I'd rather be, I could probably get a better cut somewhere else, but I'm I'm not trying to drive 30 minutes to maybe get get my hair cut and maybe find parking or whatnot. So, but moving off that, because I go on that all day, because you know every barber is different, everybody has a different experience. I'm still tripping off this Walmart barbershop situation. I'm about to check that out next time I'm in Florida. So that seems pretty interesting. That's that's really one stop shopping, like you know. Get your marshmallows, get a tape up, get some chips, you know, yeah. all that good some lotion, whatever you Magier, want. pedicure, all of that. Buy a rifle. No, Buy a I'm rifle not, up there. I'm not on that level with the Manny and Petty yet. That's that's a little I'm 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 still in savage mode, so I'm not, I'm not, I'm not <laughs> but, I mean um, you you have an upcoming, you know, big date ahead of you. You're gonna get it uh you know. That's not my style. Up. So 
But yeah. I want to see them dinosaur claws and them, them <laughs> flip flops on the beach. <laughs> oh my god. Mm-mm. Yeah, I um the whole uh like barbershop thing, it's like I, I, I like the experience of going there and I kinda do like uh hanging out. It it, it does kind of get annoying listening to people's sports takes though. Cause some of them can be like pretty bad and off the wall and especially there's a lot of Jaguar fans down there and they just oh, it's just it's super depressing. You know what's super depressing. I'm just saying how they I'm just saying how I'm just saying how they are. They are in I guarantee you can go to any black barbershop across America. I guarantee you there's at least one Cowboys fan that's in that barbershop. That's like the nigga team of America. They're everywhere. They're everywhere. My neighbors are crazy. America nigga team. That's what it is. No, speaking of that I know we went over football last time, but you know, right now amongst the Negro community, African Americans, the blacks, according to President Trump, we all need to rally around the Falcons as a team. Yeah, because we do. Clearly, I ain't supporting that shit. Go Falcons, so, the Patriots. So, so as a Patriots fan, like I said, man, you know what you, you know who you are. You know what you're doing. I'm not gonna say, but you know, you you know what it is. Like I said, when 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 Vladimir Putin has a Super Bowl ring, that's that's a problem. Like we already know, we already know. Your quarterback's got a MAGA hat in his locker room, which is within his rights. That's cool, but. Again, as as a as the black delegation, we can't we you know we need to band together. I don't care if you're a lifelong Patriots fan, which I don't know any black people that are Patriots fans, but you know. Yeah, as a, as a self-respecting Colts fan, I I would never root for the Patriots. Like it's I just can't do it, and I I don't know. I, I hope they you know if the Falcons do win the Super Bowl, I hope they give Michael Vick a shout out because I, I want to see him do great things. I want him yeah, to. Ball ring, I want him to well, be out there. Can he be on I the sideline? They they'll probably reinstate him. Well, he's well, he's having his uh, retirement party in Houston apparently. So, um, yeah, there's flyers out. So if you're in the Houston area, uh, definitely uh, check that out. So, but uh, yeah, if you support the Patriots, I might have to. Uh, Look at you sideways. But off that, you know, it's about the time of the year, you know, again, according to uh, President Trump, this is probably uh, the, the black holiday, apparently. You know, it's about that time for taxes. Hey. Tax season. It's free lit. tax stone. You it's know, tax ballers. It's lit. Free tax. Free tax. Um, but yeah, so. Uh, with taxes, it's, it's, it's interesting. The first thing is uh, make sure you actually file your taxes so you're not looking crazy in a couple of years from the IRS so far you can garnish your wages and whatnot. Also, not just with black people. But, well, I'll talk to black people. This is, this is kind of more what I know. Like, don't don't spend your taxes on, on stupid shit. Like, most of the stuff that people buy with their income taxes, if you ask them a year later, hey, what did you spend that money on? They will be like, I don't know. So, I mean, do that. Let's, let's say you do that for five years in a row, you get an income thousand dollars. You really literally just do away, you know, you know, better things with it, like investing, saving, you know, maybe uh, paying for education, maybe home improvements if you own a home, maybe a down payment for a house. 
you know, in this in these times with the uh, current president and current uh, the current people in charge, this is the time that you know black black people, brown people, white people, people need to you know, band together and start producing for themselves, not you know yes. having to depend on the government to be like, hey, you know, what are we gonna do? You know, you need to do what you need to do. Like, do what some of the other communities do. I mean, sad to say, do it. Do what the white folks do. White people, other other. Not even white people. Everybody but black people. They they find a way to band together and pull their resources together to make their communities better. Like I mean, it's it's kind of stereotypical, but I'm pretty sure every Chinese spot I've been to, I see a a young kid working the front desk, working the register. Like they they keep it in the family. They recycle that dollar so they can go buy more, buy properties. I, I we've actually I've actually done that with a couple of my friends. We we pull together some money. When we purchase an investment property, it sounds hard, but I mean, you can literally go online and work to educate yourself. I mean, you spend, well, not you, but people out there, y'all probably spend hours and hours of the day on Twitter, Instagram, Shade Room, hey. World Star, RIPQ, but you don't want to take the time to read a book to learn how to invest some money to help give yourself more financial freedom, more financial stability. But you know, it's it's all about what you want to do. Because at the end of the day, you got to take care of yourself, and you, you can't blame others when you don't have the resources. And you're not you know set in ways you want to be, and you're you're looking like oh you know, I can't do this because of that. You know, the man's holding me back. No, the man that's holding you back is yourself. So this this tax season, if you're you're young, you have uh, you don't have too much going on. Not even if you're young, if you're old, be smart with your tax return. Make make a make a goal to say hey. This time next year, I can either a build upon this tax return, or say, "Hey, I know exactly what my tax return went and what it produced for me." Make your tax return work for you. Make your money work for you in general. So, and if I could your- jump in here as a oh, registered licensed broker, um, hey. there's a right. co- cool app out there called Acorn. So it allows you to link it to your bank account and your spare change. Basically, it rounds up your change. It automatically deposits it to this account and it invests in ETFs. It's a really, really easy way to save and invest. Mutual funds are also really good because you don't have to watch them like you would if you're buying stocks specifically. It's almost a set it and forget it type thing. So I would just, anybody who wants to save some money, check out the Acorns app. It's a really cool way to save and invest without having to really be knowledgeable about the subject. So. Okay, actually, that's that's funny you said that. Actually, I've used that before. I actually had one of my coworkers ask me about that. I think it's cool. It's a cool concept, but like you said, it it is a kind of a set it and forget it thing. In my opinion, that's kind of it's kind of I hate to say it's kind of lazy, right? It's like kind of what? Say, it's kind of lazy, in my opinion. I think it's a good stepping stone, but I guess that's kind of my type of investing is like just. Where I don't have to think about it, I don't have to do anything. It just doesn't for me. And I guess it's just with me. I like to be more hands on. Like I like to, I like to kind of try different things. Like I, I, I mess with like you know share builder buying stocks. It's actually pretty fun once you get into it, but it, it is like you said, you have to be on it like every yeah, single day. I mean, just because even and I work like I used to work at Merrill, so I bought. Let's just go over like Shake Shack. Now, I couldn't participate in the IPO because I worked at Merrill, but I bought it in the secondary market, uh, $42. Shake Shack went up to $96, $100, but I wasn't watching it because I work. I have kids and stuff like that. It went up. 
I could have profited huge off of that $60 a share almost and then it dropped back down so when I sold it I ended up selling it I bought it at 40 sold it at 60 but I missed out on a huge profit because I wasn't able to watch it so like stock is not really the way especially if you're not uh, a day trader stock yeah. is not for you unless you're looking to do dividends so it's, when we're talking about people who are not necessarily I hate to say it, educated. Well, I'm gonna say knowledgeable in the securities market. Again, stuff like Acorns, stuff like mutual funds are always gonna be the way to go. It's a, you're right, it is a stepping stone, but I don't know if they'll ever be avid, fluent, uh, affluent investors. That's not for everybody, but it's a good way to, yeah. to make money. Dividends, dividends paying something you get dividends paying quarterly it's just a way to make a little extra change it's like a, it's like a, it's like investing like with training wheels basically like if you're just trying to get into it a little bit yeah i'm like your 401k and that's yeah. the other thing you know yeah. sign up for your 401k if you haven't <laughs> well, I, i'd like to say my piece here since i let all of you brainiacs speak for a second oh, um, and, and and out to the audience if you want to do that with yourself and invest in stocks invest in properties do you that that's a great thing that these holier than thou niggas is doing me buy them 20 wow. buy them jays <laughs> uh, i mean do both like honestly even if you take five hundred dollars and set it aside and put it in the account you know it'll it'll grow it'll grow at a slower rate obviously but it'll grow do both like yeah. you don't have to you don't have to sacrifice your jordans at an expensive saving you can sure do both. if anybody that knows me the, the young dudes i'll be talking to they know i'm about this life like i don't do this i don't do this for fun this is this is this is a lifestyle we I know me. I, I've known people that would get the income tax, and every year it's like they buy the same few things. They re up on furniture, buy the kids' school stuff, TV. Uh, buy a car, fix a car. Yeah, the the flat screen or whichever new one that is. And it it is better to. I mean, I would like to see what what can you do if you get four, five, six, seven, eight thousand dollars. Because I know some people. That have gotten eight thousand dollars. What happens if you just continue to live your normal life, and then take that and make sure you have sixteen? Yeah, you know, you just, you're really change your life with that much. But you know, we'll see. Or save it for your kids. I mean, honestly, it's a for most people that are getting this much money back, it's an earned income credit. My personal yeah. goal: I have three children. My personal goal is to give each one of my kids ten thousand dollars when they graduate from college. I want to give my kids a stepping stool into life you know i don't want them working at mcdonald's when they get out of college trying you know struggling to make ends meet uh it's really important that we teach our kids financials writing a checkbook credit cards all these things as i'm about to be 30 and i'm learning so much now about these things in the process of buying a house trying to clean up things because i just didn't know what to do how to do it when i came into adulthood so it's so important that now we not, not only save money for our kids to give them a good start in life but that we educate them as well and unfortunately some people don't even know themselves so we might need to start by educating our other adult friends you know you, de you definitely want to you definitely want to educate your kids on the whole money thing because there there's no point in giving your kid like ten thousand dollars after college if they go out and 
Oh yeah. Spend it, you know, spend it at Magic City that night. You know, you oh, want yeah. them to, to know the the value They're of the money. Responsible, or right? Right. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, there, there's nothing wrong with you know trying to help a, a young lady get through dental school, but you know you want to be able to save some of that money. Shout out to the Silver Fox. Mm-hmm. Shout out to the former Mirage. <laughs> Distance, you know. Um, you know, Solid Gold. Gold in the house. Nine hundred four Clay County. What up? What up, though? But yeah, the piggyback on that with the education part, like I, I work in, in the in the job that I currently am in. I, I work around a lot of high school age kids or high schoolers, and yeah, even when I was in school, like they they don't teach you anything that you need to learn really about money. Like you learn everything that you don't need to learn about everything. Like I don't remember anything like at all, at all. Like nothing that really helped me. But I was fortunate to have, you know, parents that educated me on that stuff on their own. That's one thing that we need to do as, you know, mm-hmm. people, specifically as black people, is educate our, our kids outside of the school. Like if you look with uh, your boy, President Trump, uh, this this Betsy De- DeVos lady trying to put in charge of education. And like, it's already questionable in some places. If she is to get confirmed, in my opinion, I feel it's only worse because she, she is clueless. Like I have, I'm more qualified to, hold that position that she has that she's attempting to get so it definitely starts at home you know educate yourself again if you're spending six hours on facebook twitter Instagram, the time to go on cnn monday or google amazon or order a book for two dollars and read it like at the end of the day it's, it's going to be your life your livelihood and it's going to be used when you're looking at yourself like dang i do everything i can to make sure that i'm as successful as possible my people good am i good you're not you know, six years old, working till you die. You know what I'm saying? That's not not what you want to do for so. But yeah, we kind of beat that dead horse. Definitely one of my uh, one thing that I really like to talk about. So again, do something. Start with acorns, but then you know, try to try to branch off a little bit. You know, maybe one day you get your tax return. Maybe you roll the dice because literally the stock market is pretty much rolling the dice. It's pretty much educated guessing. But uh, educate educate yourself and guess the right way you can make a decent profit. I read a story about a guy before I, you know, close this part out because, like I said, it's gonna be long-winded. But I read a story about a guy who invested uh, thirty thousand dollars in Tesla and turned that into three hundred thousand. So, then again, had that went south, he could have turned that thirty thousand dollars and made it into uh, five thousand dollars. So, it's definitely a uh, high-risk, high-rewards type game. So, if you're not, you know, ready to do the research, put in the work, stay on top of it. You know, do the do what you gotta do. Do the simple stuff. Do the you know set it and forget it type of stuff. So, but uh, moving on. So, uh, Love Killer Trey on Instagram and Twitter. He uh, he wants to be the uh, the love guru today with uh, some some hot spicy uh, relationship topics. And spice. Don't say hot spicy. Hot you know, spicy. Like, but I'm gonna okay. take over from here. I got this. Forward. So relationship advice. Right? Hot, hot and ready. Hot and ready. So hot and ready. Light is <laughs> hot on. Hot and ready. So relationship <laughs> advice for this week. <laughs> We're gonna deal with breakups, right? So. I would like to, I would like to believe everybody on this panel has been through a breakup before, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. And oh, luckily yeah. this week, um, with our guest Mrs. Lauren, we're going to have a different perspective on breakups. So, let me give you a scenario. Me, I'm petty, real Ooh. petty. So me and you know, when, when me and my girl break up, I request all my stuff back every time. 
So all everything. I mean, the jewelry, the watches, the the Jordans, this that. I want it all back because I. Feel what are you gonna like, do with this stuff? Is it gonna be for sale? Can I yeah, I'm, give I'm it away? I'm I'm gonna sell it all and get my money back. Because you don't deserve it. I mean, you don't get all your money back. You'll probably get like sixty percent of your money. Are you talking about like? Are you talking about like gifts you got her? You're, yeah, you want gifts. All, that? I want all my gifts back. Nah, bro. Nah, you give. So you don't you, take the gifts back. No, you gave it to that person. Hold on, what's that? Hold on, is that all you had to say? Like, finish, finish up your thought before we, before you fillet. You better get, you better get fried up over here. I ain't finna get fried. Nothing. I ask for everything back within a. If it's a breakup. I do ask for things back because I feel like some of the stuff may have not been warranted anyway. And hey, maybe you don't deserve oh, it. So give me oh my stuff. My, oh my goodness. Well, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna try and agree with that because I just went through a breakup myself yeah. recently and I spent oh heartbreak. I, it, you, no, I think it depends. And I've never been the type of person to I've never been the type of person to ask for stuff back. But this particular last breakup that I just went through. I spent a lot of money for this guy's birthday. I spent over a thousand dollars for the trip that we took for his birthday, and then we broke up like two weeks later for no reason. So I feel like I should be compensated for nah. all this money I just nah. spent for uh, no nah. reason. I think if nah. I, I no, I'm gonna have to agree with Adolphus because I feel like I just wasted. For what? Like, so it, what it, I, I think it, I think it depends on the reason for the breakup. If there's cause of if there's issues and you know somebody's done something, then it just depends. Like Adolphus, if you cheated, no, you don't get your shit back. It just depends. Yeah, yeah. Like it, it literally just is gonna have to depend so on the, the reason whole, for so them. Throughout the whole relationship, I gotta keep tabs on everything I spent or everything no. paid for me. Like, no, Adolphus, no, you not that. I'm just saying, like, you some gonna make stuff. you gonna make her pay you back for every dinner you took her to? Like, no, you keep but the stuff, the the materialistic things, you can return that back to me. Okay. okay, so let me ask you this. Let me oh, ask you I this. Let me... It too, because I, I mean, like, I, and I'll just say this, because like in in my situation, I have furniture at this person's house, like the pictures on his wall I bought. If we're not together no more, why are you even like you want this stuff in your house, reminding you of this relationship that didn't work out? I kind of agree. Like, I, maybe not give it back, throw it away, or give it back so I can sell it, like Adolphus said. But what things that you give in relationships are supposed to? I guess they hold sentimental value. So if the sentiment is no longer there, why do you need to keep the things? And I'm going to ask South Breeze, okay, you're currently allegedly engaged, right? Getting ready to make that big step. So if it hit the fan, you wouldn't ask for your ring back. You need to get engaged Hold on, you're you're something terrible, bruh. Bruh, you need to get engaged to a better internet connection. You're you're you sound like T. Okay, first of all, I, yeah, I have four say, bars. I was gonna say you sound pretty bad there, uh, South Breeze. You're not sounding too. Yeah, hard you're the one that's not sounding oh. right. Whatever dungeon basement you're living in, you need to come out of it. Damn, you know, I just got a message about that. All right, well. Hold that thought. I mean, I can understand the like the sentiment not being there, but like, so if you if you've been with someone for like two years, 
you bought them a pair of shoes during that time, you're going to be like, hey, I want that pair of shoes back. What are you going to do with that? Oh, no. He did buy me some Jordans, and I plan to keep those. Exactly. Because he bought them. <laughs> okay, but like he I said, I'm, I'm going to take a Southeast question and ask you, Marcus. So if you and your significant other were through, and let's say that you weren't cheap and you spent the three months worth of paychecks on that it, ring. It depends on what it is. An engagement ring, she should give back. Anybody should give back. But yeah. no, you shouldn't have to recompensate them for dinners. No, we, should have, we shouldn't have to return shoes. But yeah, I know. I think jewelry, jewelry is a listen, different story. If it's like, if, so he wouldn't even ask for it back. So I'm just gonna put that all out there. If it's an, said, if it's an engagement, if it's an, if it's an, if it's an engagement ring, I feel like they should return that if the engagement is broken because you gave them that ring in like knowing that hey, this is. You know, a promise of marriage, and once that yeah, promise is broken, upon, yeah, yeah so what, upon the marriage. Once that is, once that's out the window, so well, you don't need hey, that right anymore. Them that was the intent that we gonna walk together to marriage. So you gonna walk your ass back for my Jordans? <laughs> oh <my laughs> <God. laughs> okay, let me let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Okay, out of all the stuff, out of all the breakups or whatever that you've gone through, and you go back and you ask them for all that stuff, what percentage of that stuff do you get back? Because it's got to be a nice percentage back. There's got to be some of them. You've like, done this before? Oh my god! Yeah, I do this. I do this often. Uh, thou shalt give it, and <laughs> well, Adolphus you know shall take it away. Adolphus, I think. I, I think the the bigger problem here is that you're giving so much in relationships that haven't been that haven't really met a time test. Does she deserve these things? Come on, come on. Why are you? Come down. on, I'll come on. That. <laughs> here we go. Like, I, I remember one time I was dating this go. one girl. I ain't gonna say her name. She might listen to this podcast eventually. But I remember I got my income tax. I just bought out for no reason. Yeah, and I feel you know, like this, a few months later, just hit the fan. I was just like, whatever. I feel like this is like that South Breeze thing where he's going to like the worst barber shops, and then like you have like the worst kinds of relationships where you sure, buy right. them everything, and then they're and you just feel the need to take everything back because that's all you got. It's like. What are y'all doing, man? Who, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. but there are certain, there are some deeper issues. Daddy, are you trying daddy, to buy these women's love with things? Yeah, or? exactly. No, of course not. It, I mean, but I mean, I do. Like, I'm gonna hook you up if we're together. I, that's what I do. I'm gonna hook it, you up. It, it ain't tricking if you got it, but come on, man, you can't take it back. Well, like, I ain't got it. I'm gonna take it back. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm well, that's just my final thought on that. But anyway, I want to touch oh, on this. I thought you had some bombshells. I'm gonna hear some dirt. Like, what you got? No, nah, I can't do no dirt on here because I might end up getting hey, back. Hey, I, I did wow. hear something that I'm curious about. I don't know if I should bring it up, but um, yeah, go ahead, bring I, it up. Oh, hey, how old are you, Adolphus? Uh -oh. uh -oh. Breaking news. <laughs> oh, hold on, hey, hey, don't let me disconnect this shit. <laughs> 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 no, 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 no. Seriously, because I heard something, and I, you know, given the the money that you claim to have spent, Ooh. um, how how old are you? Uh, I, um, you know, like, hit me up on a private thing. Are you, are you older than twenty five? Hit me up on a private thing. I answer these private questions. You feel me? I thought you were gonna talk about me calling Southbury's a pussy. I thought. No, I'm talking about the relationship thing, your recent relationship. I got a question. Like, I'm trying to think yeah, you about. Yeah, you can ask me that on the, on a side yeah, note because uh -oh. I don't want to put too uh -oh. much out. Uh -oh. uh -oh. I'm not. No, I don't ask no question. 
No, I'm not. I'm, no, you scared to go to church, though. Let me ask you this, because what I heard was related to age base. So do you think that age differences? Fuck <laughs> 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 you laughing about so hard, nigga. I'm just wondering. When we talk about age differences, do you think that that could play a factor in whether a relationship is going to work out or not? He's just talking. Nah, I, um, I've, I've been on all sides of the spectrum, and I don't really think it plays a factor. Okay, so if you're dating, if you're if you're thirty and you're dating someone who is eighteen and has no life experience, um, and has not, I, and I only say this because I got. I only say this. <laughs> I only say this because I got married when I was twenty. So I've been there, and it just it didn't really work out. Obviously, I'm divorced now. Um, so I'll, I also wonder: Are we taking into consideration age and life experience yeah, I, before we I mean, start I definitely do. showering people with gifts? I definitely do because now the last girlfriend that I've had was my same age. The one before that was older. So like I said, I go on both ends of the spectrum and it's still the same. I mean, but you know, I don't want to get into too much details because I'm going to do my own show and, and discuss all the relationship stuff that oh, I've okay. seen and been through. I don't, but, know you, I don't know if you're the best person to talk about that, man. You just like, oh, just spend all your money on them and buy them whatever you want. I don't want. spend all my money on them. No, but you know, you're going to, I'm pretty sure it's stuff that you do for your significant other and you're buying little stuff and stuff like that. But there are levels to this. Like, there are stages. You don't get in a relationship and then in three months buy, buy someone's jewelry. Like, I I would have an issue even accepting jewelry from for someone I've been with three months, six months. Yeah, like, I, what you buying the jewelry I, for? I had, a, I, had a, I had a homeboy that, I, that I, when I, when I worked at, where I used to work at, he was, he, he's married now, but this girl he was dating, they were dating for like three months. And Valentine's Day was coming up. And he bought her, like, he showed me what he got. And he was like, hey, what do you think of this? It was like a diamond bracelet. I'm like, yo, y'all been dating for like three months. What are you doing? Yeah. This is this is where you're setting the bar at. This is now. That, and, now that, and that too, because, right, wedding, anniversary, it's going to, I expect bigger things. And, yeah. it's only, and it's only been three months. You don't know nothing about anybody in three months. That's a summer vacation. I've seen Greece. People act differently. <laughs> <laughs> you, you got married fast. What the hell are you talking about? In three months? How, how three long did months? it take? How long did it take? About a year. It was under a year. No, it was My mom and dad five, got married years. after three months, and they were married for 16 years, but that is the exception to the rule. It's not generally oh, the rule. I also didn't come out the gate with diamond bracelets either. <laughs> okay, because I know another person that you're related to is clearly taking damn near 10 years to marry somebody, but we'll save that for another day. We can revisit that. I definitely would love to hear some feedback from some of y'all, y'all people out here in the world. Like, don't be scared, don't be a bitch. Like, hit us up. Um, yeah, so the moral of that story is uh, it ain't tricking if you got it. So, oh. Uh, one of the other things that we you like. Not over here. But um, you won't get it back. Unless you're, yeah, unless you're Dolphus, or unless you're Petty, Petty, Petty Wop. Like, you buy like something for me, I'm keeping that. You ain't getting it back. Sorry. I mean, see, 
I mean, if you're if you're really on top of your game, they're buying you stuff. So keep that in mind. Hey. Um, so recently, uh, there's again with our glorious dictator. I mean, our president, uh, Donald Trump. He's out here doing just tangerine wild. man. He's out here wilding out again as usual. Um, so there was a uh, an incident of world class snitching. So this weekend there was a couple of protests due to the uh, the banning of certain countries coming into the United States. So with that ban, uh, I am, what was going on with that? Because apparently, uh, I guess there's somebody in the uh, some of Uber's brass supported Donald Trump. So. Uh, the competitors, which is, and I think this is kind of gangster. I don't even think it's really necessarily that the competitors lift. I can't say that they maybe didn't not agree with. I'm not saying that Lyft didn't not believe in uh, Trump's ideals, but I think they really saw it as a an opportunity to steal all of their business. Because you know, you know, I don't know if y'all y'all are active on Twitter. Well, some of us are, but. Things on Twitter, uh, they, they kind of pop off really quick. So as soon as people, I guess maybe more or less black, quote-unquote black Twitter saw that, you know, Uber was was messing with Trump, they was like, nah, we out. We're done. We're deleting this app. We're out of here. We're going to Nah, well, first of all, let's get our facts straight here. What happened was, um, of course, a lot of Muslim people are... It's alternative facts, all right? Alternative that doesn't exist. Uh, basically, what happened was... Um, a lot of taxi cab drivers are Muslim and a lot of them are actually from these countries that are banned. So they all banded yeah, together. They're not all Muslim. There's a lot of Africans. I said some, some of them. And the majority. The majority. Are I think, yeah, yeah, it's a lot of them that are. So they went on strike for the uh, JFK Let's airport. They went on protest. Let's use the correct terminology. They, they did a protest. The taxis drivers, they did a protest. Yeah, they did a protest, mm -hmm. and Uber lowered their rates in order to get those customers, and that's why people went forward with the delete Uber thing. It wasn't um, because of, well, I mean, it was ultimately because they did support Trump, too, or the, the owner or CEO, CEO did, yeah. but that was the, uh, the first issue was the fact that you have someone trying to uh, stand up for their rights, and then here you are, you're going to undercut everything and say, hey, Instead of surge pricing, we're gonna we'll come and service you for the low, and they try to still have business being sneaky and underhanded. Well, they, I, I think I personally think it was just a misunderstanding and people taking and run with it like they do everything because it wasn't that they lowered their prices. They just basically came out with a statement and saying, "Hey, we're not gonna use surge pricing at this time." So I think it was a ridiculous protest. Um, I. You know, if you want to delete Uber because the CEO of Uber is on the economic council for Donald Trump, great, do that. But if you're stating a reason, let it be clear the reason that you're doing it. Don't say because they tried to undermine the protests that the taxi drivers were putting on because they didn't. They just basically said, hey, normally when demand is high, we raise our prices, but we're letting you know that we're not going to raise our prices even though demand is high. So I think it was a, a, a really huge misunderstanding that got taken out of proportion. And obviously when that happens. Yeah, I could, I could see how that could happen. Cause I know for me, like I basically from, from what I heard, I didn't really look that look into it that much, but it just sounded like, you know, Oh, Uber's, you know, supporting Donald Trump's so you need to delete Uber. And I, 
I deleted Uber off my phone, but I also I've never used it before, and I also don't have an account. Like I just have the app, but I've never yeah. used it. So I was like, oh, let me just go delete it or whatever. Oh. So, and what that people do that though, because there was this whole controversy here, I think in or maybe everywhere, where people were talking about uh, boycott Chick Fil A, and I love Chick Fil A. Yeah. But and I was because, just gonna bring that up too. But go ahead. Because because of the whole, because they were wearing shirts that said "Back the Blue." Well, if you read the story, and I don't remember the the details from it because it was a while ago, but I believe they were saying the picture was actually from something, some local event. They were. Uh, uh, supporting a school or something like that, and they said back the blue. It had nothing to do with the uh, police officers, but people look, took that picture and shared it and made it about, oh, Chick fil A is against Black Lives Matter, so all, all, all those black people have to boycott Chick fil A. And I'm like, man, I need my chicken minis, so I'm not. But you, you just can't believe and go with everything you see on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook without fact checking. I think that's what makes us look silly. Stupid. Yeah. yeah. So w with that, yeah. So I understand the thing about Chef Filet, and that's what I was saying. Like how you're saying it was misunderstanding. I can. That's why I was saying I think Lip was kind of trying to. Uh, Yeah, you definitely need to uh, check the facts, recheck the facts, and then relook into like alternative facts and stuff. I'm not gonna lie, but but see, yeah, you don't use Uber. I use Uber all the time. Like being where I'm at, New Jersey, like if I feel that if I go to a state that doesn't have Uber, I'm gonna be very disappointed because Uber I might be top ten greatest inventions of all time, at least top one hundred. Let's go top 100. This is like you literally just you hit the button, you go outside, and they pick you up. You don't have to exchange no money. Oh, you don't have to talk to them. They got some waters in the back. They got some mints. Oh, I'm not eating. They're drinking. better than your barber, huh? <laughs> Much better than my barber. <laughs> nah, but this is my thing that I would like to say about the whole Uber protest. Now, I did hear some of the different facts about the Chick-fil-A, and some people were supposed to be boycotting it. But with the Uber thing, it's like, okay, how are you guys going to be mad at Uber, but you'll still go and support Kanye West, who openly endorsed Trump, even though he didn't vote for him, was the first Negro coon to go see the guy, but you'll have people that are going out fighting for Yeezy still, going to his concerts, together with your brother, shaking ass. I don't know that that's true because I, on my timeline, I seen oh delete Kanye from Apple Music. I seen a lot of backlash on Kanye. I seen it like real small, but it wasn't that big. How do you that, these general statements are another thing that frustrate me because at the beginning when you say black barbershops, I'm like, how many have you been to? How many friends do you have, Adolphus, to know that he didn't receive a bigger backlash than he really did? Well, my, well I got I'm at thirty four hundred on Twitter and I'm at ten fifty on Facebook. And there's 300 million people in the world. In the U.S., not in the world. I'm sorry. 300 million. But I'm just saying, it didn't make as big of a... It wasn't million. a delete Kanye hashtag trending as opposed to the delete Uber was on Facebook. It was on Twitter. It was all over the place. Kanye so it's safe trended. to say it, it wasn't as big. I mean, he trended. He definitely was trending when it happened. Uh, was it delete? No, that people have different hashtags for different events. So I don't know. It, it's one of those things where people can kind of separate what... Kanye's something different. He's like a 
he's like one of the more polarizing people. So you have to be able to kind of separate what he says from what like what kind of music he's putting out. He's not putting out a lot of pro-Trump songs. He's still making good music, but the stuff he That's says debatable. is... Oh, uh, yeah, well... No, it's not debatable. <laughs> I mean, he's still putting out... He's not putting out, you know, college dropout level stuff, but he's still putting out good music. And you, you kind of have to... You kind of have to separate, and I guess that that was something I wanted to talk about kind of later on. But you know, being able to separate, you know, the artist from the actual from their art, and it's I guess it's different from Uber because Uber is like a service that is provided, and it's like oh, if you don't want to, you know, use that service anymore, you get rid of it. But with Kanye, Kanye says something. Yeah, I don't have to listen to what Kanye's. I don't have to listen to Kanye's opinion anymore, but I can still enjoy his music. That's true. That's true. Now, now, earlier what I said about the barbershop, I'm I'm going off my personal experiences. I've had I've had good experiences with black barbershops, but I've had I've had like I said, more like the more experience I've had have been all questionable. Like to be honest, another kind of unpopular opinion. This I don't understand why. Or maybe, but I only experienced one. Honestly, the best barber I had was a female. Like she was really good. Women are pretty awesome. Well, I think it's one. It, Facts, I think it's it, it, yeah. It's <laughs> one of those. It's also one of those things where they they also probably had to prove themselves to feel like they belonged. That they had to be you know twice as good as a, a male barber to get into where they got to. Like you, you just. You couldn't be. You can't, that right now, to be honest with you. I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure that there's not an there's not an average female barber that cuts hair. Like they they're probably the best barber in that shop, but because they're a woman, they had to work twice as hard to get there. Yeah. Again. Yeah. So uh, it's just like it's just like I said. It's my opinion. Like this is based off my experiences. Like I just don't. I feel that if I ran a black barber shop, I think you could still get that same cultural experience with better service and a better business model like it bro like i, I go in there and them dudes just in there kicking it like yo like yeah i just think you go to bad barber shops like what i don't are we think doing? it's a, i wouldn't i wouldn't nah, put but, it, nah, like but i wouldn't indict all barbershops like that and i think out. that's and that's what i was saying like so you're, you're speaking on your experience which is fine that's what most people do they talk about life from their small small experience okay but so I've been, don't make a general <laughs> statement about black barbers because i'm very sensitive when people talk about black people i don't like for black people to talk about other black people especially businesses that may affect and they may give because if a white person listens to this podcast they will take it and they will run with what you said and say oh yeah black barbers aren't any good um I mean, don't undermine black businesses black barbers, black, yeah. barbers are, black barbers are lazy <laughs> go find out go find out yourself again i Say in two weeks, so it's not changing. I'm still gonna give them my money, and I actually, I'm not gonna lie. I, I actually started going to them to support black barbershops. I was going to some random rinky dink fake Italian dude or whatever. But, but you know, I'm a big, I'm a big, I'm a big believer in uh, giving feedback as opposed to trying to take money or business out of all black barbers by saying this. Give them uh, feedback. Hey, let me pull I'm you not, to the side for a minute. Let me, because I've done uh, this to waitresses. I've done this to everybody. That's not, that's not how it works. You're not going to pull no black barber, shop, barber to the side to try to tell him how to do his job. It just is what it is. Why? Like, again, I've been to multiple. Uh, it's easier said than done. They're like, oh, okay, like, oh, whatever. 
my thing is, again, I've been to multiple bar shops where it's like you sit down and it's like, oh, he called it. I'm like, bro, he didn't. He just walked in, bro. Well, how do you know he didn't call? Like, that's what I'm saying. Maybe he sent a text, but I'm not. (laughs) That doesn't matter. If I'm in the chair next, and I've been waiting for two hours, and all of a sudden, oh, he called in? Nah, bro. Like, nah. Like, nah, we're not doing that. We're not doing that. Again, like I said, this whole experience is like, it could be better. It could be ran ran like a better business. Like, but again, that's just me. I'm, I'm not. I don't have that same type of mindset that those guys have. I actually like. I mean, I don't. I, I don't know how how other barbershops are ran, but I, I just know that whenever I've been to other barbershops where the barber doesn't look like me, my hair looks crazy. <laughs> Let so. me get on Twitter and do hashtag support black barbers. <laughs> my first tweet. Again, like I said, I'm going to give him my money. I'm just saying. Maybe if you I, should I, try I, the feedback thing. Just give him some. Nah, bro. So, nah. So I asked the dude, I'm like, yo, dog. Uh, I specifically asked, like, yo, what time can I come through? Maybe you should send an appointment. I know what times you're open. I am trying to, I am attempting to set an appointment. That's why I'm asking you what time is good to come through because you know what you have booked or what you don't have booked. Like, I don't need no funny style response. Like, bro, like, I'm trying, I'm trying to get in and get out. Because, again, like I said, the last time I quote unquote set an appointment, I got there at one o'clock and there was three other dudes in the chair. He's like, "Oh, yeah, bro, you know, uh, you got you got to come back at 3 I'm like, "Bro, come on, doc. Like, are you serious? We, I, I called you a week ago. That's what." But I'm if saying. you know, that's, if that's you know this, why don't you just plan appropriately? Like when I started going to get my hair done, and I'm thinking it's going to take two hours, and it ended up taking five hours. I so, you know I set aside five two, hours to get my hair done. It should have took two hours though, because he said come in at one. I get there. I don't get there at one. I get there five to ten minutes ahead of time. And you got three people. Doctor's office. Like, like, are you complaining about white doctors that take that keep you in the waiting room for 20, 30, 45 minutes to an hour? Like, this is not. This is not an isolated incident to black barbers or to black salons. This is just, that's just business. It's just how the nature of some businesses work. You have to wait for their services. Have you ever been to the not doctor? If you said, not if you set up an but, appointment. Hey, have you been if to the doctor? I'm not waiting three hours. Have you been to I'm, the doctor? I'm pretty healthy. I don't, I don't, really, I don't really go to the doctor right now. Oh, that's the problem. Okay. I'm dead serious. Like I get my yearly checkups. I really don't, like, I don't, I don't take any prescriptions. But have you? I'm, but I'm just saying, even for a physical, have you ever been to the doctor? Yeah. Okay. Your appointment time was at the time that you seen the doctor. Yeah. Okay. My situation's a bit different. We could talk off air, but yeah, yeah I, no, think, I, I, think I think it's. I, I, I think it's you gotta just be there. You gotta be there at that time, where you're getting a, you're getting a nasty, you're getting a nasty email. Somebody's getting a nasty email that you didn't show up. So. I, well, I can't okay, but, okay, that's, that's, that. That but you but you gave them feedback. So if if they do, so what oh, you're saying no, is I didn't, if, I didn't give them feedback. I don't I don't have to. Oh, because not, I, your appointment time is the time be, to see the doctor. Being that you don't really know me, I'm not bashing black barbershops. Again, I went out of my way to change barbers to go support these 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 black guys. Like I understand the value of putting money into our people or whatnot. But again, money and you know, other people that they suck. Okay. Oh, I do. Oh, trust me, man. I, I feel right now that I could do my boss's job better than the boss does it right now. Like I, I, I'm very opinionated. 
But again, this is just just specific to to what I'm talking about right now. I I can okay. I, I know whatever. Like again, once again, they're still gonna get my money in about two weeks. Hopefully, I can go collect a hundred dollars from them off this bet from the Falcons game. So, because I've already collected fifty dollars from one of them dudes in there, so you know, I'll gladly go in there and take their money and then use that money to get my haircut. So it's it's a win win for me. But it's just just I don't know. It's it's just interesting that 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 that. Uh, Again, it's it shouldn't take you shouldn't have to wait that long to get a haircut, amongst other things. But it is what it is. If I never had to get a haircut again, wrap that on up, right? We're about to hit that hour mark. (sighs) My ending is gonna be. uh, Of course, y'all can always find me at Love Killer Trey on Instagram, Twitter. Um, basically. Uh, barbershop woes to be continued money tips save your income tax relationship advice yeah i want it back and uh you know just make sure you know all the alternative facts before you protest anyways so before i get out of here i'm gonna try to get her on here one of these days um i'm gonna shout out my homework Alicia out there in uh, Jamaica, out there in Kingston, holding it down. Um, city of Augusta, greatest city on earth. You know, Godfather, Soul James Brown, do your research. And uh, so, again, talk about go follow my my guy uh, at Trill T is how it's spelled T R I L O T T E A Trill T on Twitter. He's a uh, uh, he partially good. Um, again, like I said, our own. Uh, again, if this sucked, I wouldn't buy it. Like I'm not gonna lie. Like I, I'll, I'll like, all right. Let's see what's good. If it sucks, I gotta keep it moving. But it's he has a good product. Interactive on Twitter. Go check him out. Um, you know, support support our own. You know what I'm saying? Like we got a band together in these uh, trying times. So. That's all I got. You can follow me at uh, South Breeze seven hundred six on Twitter. Um, I'll follow you back if you're not uh, stupid or racist. Well, maybe if you are racist, I'll follow you just to bug you. But you know, holla at me. Don't be uh, don't be scared. Yeah, I'm uh, Marcus underscore Sniffles on uh, Twitter and Instagram. Uh, you can follow me on there, and we can chop it up or whatnot. Uh, I guess just. My last thing on relationship advice is like, if you buy something for somebody, it's for that person. Like, don't be don't be an Indian giver. That's that's a bad look. No, the fuck it's not. Not an Indian giver. That's a bad look. That's a that's a these times. You know, we need to celebrate our Native Americans. What's the what's the word? What's the what? How how can I say that without saying Indian giver? What's the other term for that? Just be grown about it. Walk away. Don't be petty. Yeah. Exactly. Don't be petty. Take, that, yeah. yeah, take take the L. You buy something for somebody, you break up, take the L. Like hey, to the Native Americans. And, and then learn and be more selective next time <laughs> about yeah. buying stuff. Know, but, your, um, know your worth. Don't start buying mm-hmm. stuff. You have a have a have a 90 day rule before you start buying people stuff. Know your worth. 180 days. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I can't um, wait. The next and I'm, I'm roasting your ass. Next time. <laughs> anyway. Well, I'm on Twitter and Instagram, LAshley87. 
And the only thing I'm going to end by saying is hashtag support black barbers. Support them. Get my money next week. Like, I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to the audience. I'm saying I want everybody to support black barbers. I know a sub-tweet when I hear it, all right? No shade. You know what? I'm going to find you on Twitter, and I'm going to – we're going to get it popping. I'm going to show you what it's like. But, again, give us a holler, you know? We do this for fun. It's a great It's a great time. We just out here, you know? Holla at us. Um Happy Black History Month. Um, if you don't know about uh, black history, again, if you spend a lot of time on doing nonsense, playing video games, watching TV, you know, maybe pick up a book. It'll it'll make you a better person. So that's all we got. We out. Peace. All right.